Kirocast Podcast Emporium. We tried so hard and got so far. <laughs> Welcome to Alphabet Fly, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of Marvel Universe with a guest and we talk about all the characters know and love and have forgotten as well. With me today is Josh Park. Hi, I'm Josh. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's, he's Josh. His name is Josh. 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 Your name's Josh. Josh and you're here to say. That's my legal name, actually. <laughs> I can't believe you guessed it. Um, now that I know your actual name, you're now bound, uh, to internal servitude to me. I spent years trying to get rid of that. Yep. Well, you know what? You shouldn't let your true name be known. Or really easy to guess. I, I probably would have went with, like, Jeremy or something, because I would have... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I prefer, I prefer, um, Josh to Jeremy, to be fair. So, today, we are going to be talking... About a character who has a very descriptive name, and their name is Destiny. So, 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 um, if you were to create Destiny, what would you make? I, if I were to create Destiny, yeah, just like a character named Destiny. Yep, their name has to be Destiny. You know what would be? It would be a guy with short. Blonde hair. You know what? No. A genderless person. Short blonde hair. Can float. Always floats like five inches above the ground. So it's like an inconvenience. (laughs) (laughs) Just kind of floats everywhere. (laughs) Can never touch the ground. And can tell your future... But only in once in a one second increment, ten minutes from the present. <laughs> so they know ten minutes from now a little portion of your future. What would they be wearing? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. So they're no. just all all natural. Well, for purposes of presentation, maybe just like a tunic. A tunic. Okay. You know, because you want to keep it like kind of PG. Yeah. So, so the kids can read it. Of of course, you have to have that uh, market market um accessibility. Well, uh, I'll tell you what. First off, uh, Destiny. Wait, let me get to the thing and open up the video. Destiny looks like. Oh, I wasn't too far off. <laughs> yeah. What 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 does what does Destiny look like? Destiny is, seems like a lady. Yes. With a kind of ballerina top a little bit, like. It's definitely a leotard. It's a leotard. Oh, that's the word I was looking for. Um, it's light turquoise, I'd say. Yeah, it's, I can't very, tell if that's it's a, very interesting. I can't tell if that's a hat. Well, it's a hat. It's a hat and a mask. Yeah. A hat and a mask, a very big head, and a cape, a flowing cape. And and thigh-high boots. Yes, it's that. a good look. Well, like, I will say one thing 
um, she is definitely drawn differently than a lot of the other female characters. If I saw someone like that on a runway, I think I'd be like, that's pretty legit. If I saw some of these other characters, I would call the cops, probably. Yeah, she she's definitely an interesting-looking character. Um, her name is Irene Adler. Uh, and she is a special agent for the uh, United States government. Is Irene Adler another character in something else? I... Yeah, I'm pretty sure that is someone in Sherlock. Oh, yeah. Sherlock That's novels. What I'm of. Like, I'm really sure it is. Yeah, it has to be. Or at least someone in that vein, because I've heard that name before. Yeah, um, she first, she grew up in the UK, was born in Salzburg, Austria. Um, and she works for the Freedom Force, which was basically an anti-mutant government force made of mutants. Mm. So, but here's the kicker. It's actually the people from the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. <gasps> yeah. I see. So is she like a, is she like, um, I, I can see this going two ways. Is she a villain or is she like neutral? Most definitely a villain. Okay. <sighs> Wild, crazy. First off, this the history is is very brief and uh, very, I guess, interesting. I mean that in uh, scare quotes, by the way, like the sarcasm. Also, italics, italicized, too, because mm-hmm. it's not that interesting. Not much is known about her. No, it's not even known how old she is. She appears to be a woman in her sixties, but that's been spe- but it's been speculated that she's far older. She's a friend of Mystique, and joined the ladders, joined the new criminal uh, brotherhood of evil mutants. Yeah, I do kind of get some Mystique vibes. Yeah, so her basic power is she can um see. Into the future. Duh. But but it's not so much that she sees the future. She sees the futures. So, like, the most probable futures. Oh, uh, okay. Um, But, like, it could be thousands of them. And what she does <clears throat> to uh, be, like, super accurate, because she is very accurate. Like, 97% of the time, if she predicts the future, predicts something is the most probable thing it's going to happen. Um, Which is probably why she lives for so long. Yeah, she can basically um, concentrate really, really, really hard, and it will kind of drown out the ones that are less probable to happen. Um, But she has to kind of, like, use all of her energy. In, like, There's probably in all of her. Sometime where she guesses, or not guesses, but she sees something that doesn't actually happen, and it, like, kills a bunch of people. It's all dramatic. That has to have happened at one point, right? Yeah. Um, well, she was from an era of X-Men I never really read. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, late 80s, early 90s. So, and I think she died at some point in the early 90s, also. She Let me see her death. She saw her death. So she was just like... 
Yeah, she was just like, I know, I know when I'm going to die, so I, I kind of just don't care. I feel like um her power is kind of one that you might see in a sci-fi film now, like a little girl having, and it's like people don't really believe them. Um, well, she died in December ninety. I mean, eighty nine. So I was right. Woo. Um, in Uncanny X Men two fifty five, she hasn't been in a lot. Like almost all the stuff on her uh things uh, on her um issue she's been in are basically uh like foreign language reprints. Oh really? Yeah. And, like, she kind of shows up randomly in other things, but, like, like, you know, she's not in a lot. Um, she, <sighs> and she's interesting. I mean, I guess she has that, but. She might be one of those characters where the writers are like, well, if we have this character here, there isn't a lot of conflict to be had <laughs> because she has this power that's so, that kind of overrides a lot of things. You don't get a lot of drama if you know what's going to happen. Unless you're real clever and you can twist that. Oh, they fought. Yeah, they fought the Reavers, which is a uh, group that killed a bunch of, that kills a bunch of mutants a lot of times. They're mutants that are basically clones, so like just they get pumped out more and more. So if one of them dies, they can just be replaced. Mm. Like real easily. Um, so yeah. So, I'm not sure. I mean, this is probably a boring episode, but like... <laughs> There's this lady who looks really cool, though. Yeah, she, she looks cool. Is this that? I guess. Kick-ass oh, look. So, if you were to give her a job, what would you give her? A Las Vegas dealer, maybe? Oh, okay. Yeah, Caesar's Palace. So she would be the reason the house always wins. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. But I, I I like that. That that's that's a good one. Until she comes to the manager and she's like, "Yeah, we lose like millions to this one guy who's just counting cards, but we can't prove it." Hmm. Well, they they'd prove it. They'd prove it with, like, a ball-peen hammer to the back of the wrist. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess she'd be real good as a as a dealer. Or the security person. Oh, yeah. Pretty much any job she'd be excellent at. Just make her emperor. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess she knew how she was going to die, so she kind of didn't care. Yeah. Anything. I guess you'd be a little nihilistic if you know you're going to die in That's one true. specific just be like, way. That's true. Just it all go to hell. Yeah. You're just like, oh, I'll just enjoy my time here now. I'm not <laughs> going to die anytime soon. Until I do. I predict I'm going to get a mimosa. Yes. Ooh. Okay, so plugs. Oh, follow me on Twitter at the fake Josh Park, all one word. Um, it's a very good feed. I share important news and <laughs> all pretty much all you need to know. If you're the only, if I'm the only person you're following, you've got everything you need to know. Um, and also I'm making 
I'm finishing up a short film. It's called Bullion. It's about a terrible comedian who finds Nazi gold in his backyard. And I know that sounds cliche, but I think you'll like it. And I don't know when that's coming out, but I think it'll be in about a week, probably. Well, a week from probably recording, right? Because Oh, a week from probably recording. So it's probably out now. <laughs> okay, well, I'll make sure to get the um, like links and everything. Yeah, but it'll be... It'll be fine. I'm sure it's going to be real fine. It'll be real fine. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and he eventually is going to make a sketch based off of a meme about a girl who had too many yeah. bananas and she felt a lot of distress. Yeah. <laughs> that, I feel like I'm going to need to get some connections in Hollywood to get that appropriately, properly made. You're going to need, like, someone like a Brie Larson or something of like course, that. Yeah. Wait, let's let's hash out the casting right now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so okay. there's two people. So yeah. there's two people. I don't know how many extras you want, but that's that's gonna, also going to cost you. Yeah. Or you let's could see. be like, hey, I bought a pizza. Does anyone want to just yeah. be in the background of this? I mean, you are a broke college student that <laughs> with other people who are broke college students. You could probably get some yeah. free extras with pizza. And I think this story takes place... It can take place either in a high school or college. So that... As long as they're under, like, say, 30, they can probably pull it off. I feel like you should make this as diverse as possible. Of course, also. yeah. I can't just have... I mean, come on. If I made a, a movie about bananas, which is a classic symbol of colonialism, and <laughs> it was all white people, like, what would everyone have to say about that? It wouldn't be cool. So, we, here, but if, whenever you make that, whenever you make that, it's going to be like the... Second, safety not guaranteed. Of course, yeah. I'll get to direct uh, Jurassic World 3, and it'll just probably be just as mediocre as the first one. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about the second, but... The first one made me thought of the idea of a tiny little uh, Indominus Rex as like a baby learning how <laughs> to be a big dinosaur, and I felt like that was precious so i'm giving i'm giving uh jurassic world a 10 out of 10 for that <laughs> when when they were describing the indominus rex i was like why would they even do this because jurassic park you can kind of understand like oh we want to bring dinosaurs back to life but now it's like people can only get excited when there's a dinosaur that could legitimately kill them and it's like yeah. if that's your purpose from the beginning <laughs> okay first off I am 100% that the Indominus Rex was created for the military, and they were just making it as a... But whatever. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay if the Jurassic World goes to a point where it's just dino on dino war movie. I'm okay <laughs> with that. I really kind of wanted to see the original pitch. Do you know about this? Yes, where it's dino... Dinosaur human hybrid soldiers. That would have been eight hundred times more interesting than Jurassic World, even though it would have been awful. You know what? I would have still loved it. I'm. I'm. A, that sounds like a sci-fi movie, and I'm. I'm a big fan of like, of course, kind of hokey sci-fi movies. Jurassic Park. Um, yeah, they need to go crazy with Jurassic Park. Yeah, Jurassic World Two better be bonkers. I don't even know who's making it. But if that so, dude doesn't go off the rails, I'm going to be a little disappointed. 
there better be like there better be like it better be like Turok. Like they better be like oh machine God. guns mounted on like t- Indominus Rexes. You oh know what? Go, let's goodness. go full out. Indominus Rexes with like machine guns and missiles, and it like goes invisible and everything. You can kind of control it with a remote control. It's like they, a drone. They always feel the need to ramp up, like they went from T Rex to like whatever the sh- the whatever it was in the um third one i forget it but and then from that spiky man to um the indominus rex so what's gonna be like the crazy the wild one it's it's going to be no it's it's going to be a military experiment like i already know this it's like 100 percent. but whatever i'm gonna watch it in theaters okay that's all i'm saying i want it to be a sentient tornado that has teeth and i want it to have scales. <laughs> and that's what I want the next dinosaur to be. A literal tornado with teeth. Okay. I mean, I guess CGI is at that point. Where you can we mix frog make DNA and, I don't know, oxygen. And wind. And wind? <laughs> we yes. harness wind DNA. <laughs> <laughs> yes, wind DNA. <laughs> okay, so now to my plugs. Uh, this is Jesse. I have a podcast called Turn to Page, which is a choose your own adventure book podcast. Mm, that's a good uh, one. Yeah, I Five also times. have. Yep, it, there's going to be a, a unicorn book that's completed soon. That's right. They're going to be real great. Yeah, and they're real fun. Uh, th- we also have a podcast called Random Sampling, which me and my lovely podcast cohort Carrie Nelson. Uh, talk about random stuff that pops up on wikis. Uh, you could support the show by Patreon, um, or buying a shirt off of Redbubble. Uh, links to that will be down below and on the Facebook page at the, well, on the Facebook page, Alphabet Flying Encyclopedic Marvel Journey. Um, the artwork is done by Ryan Healy. This has been Alphabet Flight, and may Conchie protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. (laughs) 